0: Our grog. Hey everyone, it's the Sideshed Podcast with me, Peter Fickling, Kerry Warbis and Matthew Weir. So guys, how's your week been? Um, as bad as Adam's?
1: <laughs> as bad as Adam.
0: Oh, <laughs> Kerry, I did think actually when I was listening to him crying by the river today, uh, just how ruthless is Warbis going to be? I was milling
2: around the kitchen and I was trying to imagine what was going up on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't
1: too horrible at that point, I don't think. I did say something like, oh, my God, he's going to have to do some acting now, before <laughs> it happened. And then I didn't pay too much attention. You did a really good impersonation of him, Peter, before we started recording.
0: It feels cruel, because I I feel like we do give... It didn't
1: feel cruel when you were impersonating him. <laughs> no, I'm,
0: I'm incredibly disingenuous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a very good impersonation. <laughs> We really do mm.
0: stick the boot in to Adam, and I. It's
1: his job; he should be able to do it. I don't understand. That's,
0: actually, that's a good point. You know, would you? Do you think you would actually miss him if he went?
2: No, do. I'd totally miss him. Would you? You're just thinking. You're just thinking of that tiny little megabyte on your phone that you won't need for the log photo, Kerry. You know, that's not taking up <laughs> too much space.
1: But you know, if you get on a bus and they start careering all over the road, you think, You're not really for this, are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's that sort of thing.
2: <laughs> I liked um uh, before we get stuck into them, should we uh, should we have our ad? Yeah. and quick dry foam cushions for memorial day get 15% off your burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor that's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at
0: burrow.com/acast Kerry right you must have at least appreciated Adam mm-hmm. having to try and uh, get Kate back on the straight and narrow I mean, she's been all over the place this week. I mean, Jacob, even, even Jacob couldn't um, get her in there.
1: What are you playing at? That's <laughs> what he said. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, some people on Twitter are sort of saying, oh, bless Adam, he's doing all the admin side and he's really trying.
2: Well, I said that last week, didn't I? He's he's doing all the Adaming side.
1: Ad- <laughs> oh, yeah, it was you, wasn't it, Peter? But others are saying it too, and I, yeah, he's all right, but other people are doing lots of caring about others too. Oh, the best bit, though, what, apart from the rice paper boat, what on earth is that all about? Um, someone did a really good tweet about the fact that the way Phoebe's going to find out about Jenny's death is when the rice paper boat reaches the Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. <laughs>
2: I thought it was... Um, it's quite a fitting tribute, the rice paper boat, because Jenny was a, a pilau of the community.
1: <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I dear. Also, Adam and Ian, when they were saying, um, I don't really want to lie to Xander. We can't say she's smiling down from heaven or is a star <laughs> in the sky. I know, let's just say she's gone back to Mother Earth. Well, what's the difference?
2: Also, you know... Adam's going to break it to her. Xander, you know how dad is really into soil. (laughs) 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 I mean, yeah, she's like Um, fertilizing the edible forest. (laughs) I was about to say, he's going to have
0: a horrible nightmare when Uncle Tom takes him down the edible forest, you know, he thinks he's eating.
2: (laughs) Well, that's the thing as well, isn't it? I was thinking about rabbits when you're a kid and your parents just say they went to live on a farm. Well, you can't really use that excuse in an You'd be like, well, where? (laughs) Which one? Where are they?
1: Maybe all the people who live on farms in Ambridge are actually dead. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That makes yeah, we're sense. Just,
2: we're just going through, like Lost, going through their purgatory. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I liked that someone thought that Mother Earth was
2: um, a new vegan cafe in <laughs> Sorry, Sorry,
0: was, was that the ending to Lost then? That it was actually some kind of... Uh,
2: I mean, Lost started when I was living in Australia about two weeks before I left. And I think the flight, that lost is on when the accident happens is the exact flight I took to the states, which is Corona. Sydney to um, Sydney to Los Angeles. So that well that was fun, um, and I just never followed it. I picked it up a bit in Ireland, and then I just remember seeing the very first time I saw angry reaction videos on YouTube were people who just were so upset with ABC was it the channel that ran it? Just going F- you ABC, F- I've wasted eight years of my life watching this. Me and the kids watched it from
1: start to finish in the first lockdown. The whole
0: lot. I wonder if you're going to answer my question.
1: What, how it ended?
0: (laughs) Is it supposed to be that they're all in the afterworld? Afterlife, I mean.
1: Yeah, it's open to interpretation.
0: Oh, okay, it's not that clear.
2: Isn't there a big growling machine that spits smoke on the island or something?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all nonsensical, lots of it. But we we really
2: enjoyed it. It was a bonding experience watching that nonsense. And w- I, one thing I liked was when Adam said to Ian uh, uh. that it's very common, isn't it? People often say that someone die, like um, a parent dies and they still have their number in their phone. Or uh. they hear a story and they think, oh, I must tell, some, tell them that. Yeah. I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure that that's completely natural and believable. I've heard so many people say it anecdotally. Um, He said that, Adam said, well, Tom told me about the photo shoot with the twins and I thought I must ring mum and tell her and I thought in Adam's head it was like, mum, you won't believe what that prick Tom did today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there were some quite nice touches like that. Um, Actually, that was it. That was the nice touch. (laughs) But Ian and Adam have no chemistry, still, do they? Really, I don't think.
2: I think Ian's only just come back from the football. Oh yeah,
0: they, they do sound like two two flatmates rather than husbands, don't they? Mm-hmm. There's not there's no sort of discernible attraction between them. Um, mm. It'll just it feel a bit forced, even when Ian went yeah. to uh, <laughs> console a distraught Adam down by the river.
1: Didn't someone say? he looks really numb or something and someone Mm. said he's always numb isn't he
0: so who's dealing the best with um you know their mother's lost i mean alice is alice is distracted by effort kate has thrown herself into a home farm um and adam is actually maybe and i know this is going to upset you carry maybe adam's just dealing with the, the best he's been mature and sensible about helping with the admin he's actually dealing with the emotional side he's been conscientious about trying to help other people through their grief i mean ignoring the fact that he's adam he's actually you know being quite a stand-up guy and then you've got who else is there oh rory obviously is behaving like a complete maniac.
1: No, has Adam been a stand-up guy completely, though? He's putting in a bit of effort, but, you know, really sort of shouting at Kate. Does he not get that Kate's grieving, too, and some her weirdness is all to do with that? Nobody who is grieving is realising that the other people, that they're going, what? You've gone back to your controlling, matriarchal, sugar baby woman? <laughs> and... Or Adam, who's shouting at K, Like, all of them are in a mess, aren't they, at the moment, emotionally. And, and yet they're all criticising those around them who are in the same position as them.
2: There was that moment when Alice went into town to see if Rory was okay. And she oh. found, Ju- Julianne said, you know, it's not my fault He's uh, he's in a state. Oh. I didn't raise him. It's not down to me it's your dysfunctional family and i thought alice was just gonna go actually yeah Hello? fair enough julianne oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll let i'll i'll let the groom, but the, the grooming stuff is still out okay
1: yeah pats julianne on the back and goes yeah you've got a point
2: yeah that, that bit's all yeah. right actually yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah that was quite funny um yeah who is dealing with it the best i get i think brian is really out of everyone
2: i'm i'm a bit disturbed i mean He's followed in... Ad- he's, he's gone gone all edible forest because Adam said he planted himself in the gill's garden this week.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I still think that's one of the best scenes of the last year, Brian on the bench, refusing to move. I don't think yeah. I've ever loved to, um, Charles Collingwood more.
1: He properly had a little growl in his voice, didn't he? Like, I I'm going nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. I've been...
0: Yeah. Um, really trying to like Kate this week because we all agreed that we thought Kate was a fantastic character a few months ago. But I've got to admit that she wore me down by the end of it. Like, you know, I felt like Stella. Um, It was just, yeah, it was too much.
1: Yeah, having her spinning out and going, I'm ditching everything that I've always believed in. And instead, I'm going to look after Home Farm. Um, whilst Jacob and Stella, who are a couple of the most um, down-to-earth characters in the whole thing, aren't they? They just go, nope, it's this, what are you talking about? To have those two characters trying to deal with Kate while she's on this very odd, I don't know, reaction, isn't it? She's she's overreacting to um, the fact that Jenny's gone and she's going to Crash and burn quite soon when she realises <laughs> that it's her who made them sell the house and all of that.
0: You think Brian's going to have out with her?
1: Oh, don't know. I, Do you? I think
2: I think we've got weeks of building animosity and well, then massive contrition at the wake. That's all they're doing. Okay. You Do know. we
1: have a date for the funeral?
2: Yeah. No. No, not yet. Um they discussed it, didn't they? I mean Adam Adam's on it, so you know <laughs> yeah. who knows? Probably probably the woman at the, the um the funeral service isn't picking up the phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Shula isn't I saw people on Twitter saying Shula's not going to be there. Get in. <laughs> when some were hoping she would actually officiate at it. So
2: no, I think that's going to be full confirmation that Shula's joined the Sunderland branch of the Church of Satan when she doesn't show up for the for the funeral. Yeah, it's going to be odd. Imagine wanting Shula back. How empty and vacuous must you be to want that character back? I mean, they were saying this week that she was the glue that held them all together. For me, she was kind of the glue that gets stuck on your bloody fingers at the end of trying to make something with a bunch of kits. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I did think that comment was a bit odd. You know, was she really the glue? I was going to ask you two about that. Was she honestly the glue that held the family together?
0: Well, she might be the grey man. You know how the grey man is the guy running the slave trade? She might be the person producing all the glue, uh, dragging old (laughs) nags off from her stables. Yeah,
1: she's got access to the horse's
2: hooves, hasn't she? Yeah, she's just a glue maker. She should have glued herself to Roly. Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do you know that wasn't just a f- quick and funny joke, Matthew? That was very, very. There was no fat on that at all. No extra. <laughs> it, was, it was precisely the it's the shortest number of words you needed to actually do that joke. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like
2: that time that it was like that time I said to you that I told you on air that Simon Jordan had been responsible for reforming the specials, and I said, but that doesn't mean Simon Jordan's not a twat. And you praised me for summing up. What you would have said in five minutes. Very controlled.
0: Uh, uh, it's definitely one of the things I like the most in other people is their ability to get a f-ing move on uh, and speak quickly <laughs> rather I than. I mean, as everyone knows, I do like a, a fair amount of the editing. And every week I'm sitting there on a Saturday morning going, will you please f-ing shut up, you twat? <laughs> and I'm not talking I, about Gary I mean, or Matthew. But yeah.
1: Yes, you are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, I'm not always talking.
2: <laughs> I didn't know you were editing other Archer's podcasts these days, Peter. Well,
1: <laughs> if only. I liked that Stella told Kate that she had to go and survey gaps in hedges. That was a good move, yeah.
2: wasn't it? Who, who had the best made-up job this week? Freddie? With the job that mm. Elizabeth made? Or what was it? You know, yeah. Stella was like, can you go and fill in these, uh, I don't know, you can be in charge of the piss-take holes. In the hedges in the top field,
0: it was it was a bit of um, tartan um, paint, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like acres and acres and y- yards and y- it's not yards, is it? They don't use yards nowadays, souls lads. I am old. Um, the temporary volunteer coordinator job, yes. That Freddie was offered. Oh, I As loved were... Freddie this week. I really mm. loved him. He was a breath of. Absolute fresh, darling air.
0: Yeah. It's taken me a long time in life to realize that emotional intelligence is the real intelligence. And Freddie's got that by the bucket load. You know, he's uh. sensitive. He sees the, the, the sort of the real problems. He might be a bit scatty and disorganized, but, you know, like he realized that uh, he needed to, to, you know, grasp the, the nettle and get David uh. and his mom back together. And he managed it. Aww.
2: Yeah. I mean, that a hard sell, wasn't it? I mean, the first thing he takes David to the bull and David said to him, okay, what is it? There's no yes. such thing as a free pint. I was like, well, tell that to your brother. You're in here blagging <laughs> free pints every night. Do you remember when he did that horrific thing when he made Tracy pour about seven pints yeah. of shires, saying that she, yeah. she wasn't getting the head right? Oof. And then Freddie then goes to Elizabeth, or maybe I've got the order ran the wrong way, but says, uh, you know, there's a, it's, it's an evening at the, the, the um. Celebrity chef special or whatever And then said It's your brother And Elizabeth was going to go F*** no Freddie What are you talking about?
1: brother have fish fingers Which I've never She's never had a fish finger sandwich That yeah, girl
2: she's just, Yeah she's f- Fishy Rishi sandwich isn't she? She's never had one <laughs> What is mm, that I've... all about?
1: Also I liked the Guest chef Evening Which I think is a Yorkshireism For guest chef And you have like Chefs cooking you stuff, and you have to guess who the chef is. Yeah. Who's cooking and so you'd be served up burnt pizza. Who would that be?
2: Um, oh, burnt pizza would it be Ruth?
1: Yeah, soup Su- for
2: all of them, isn't it? Pat. Yeah,
1: Su- yeah. Uh, pizza with rice paper
2: topping. Um, that's Jenny's ghost.
1: <laughs> Gary Baldy biscuit surprise.
2: Joy and Freddie.
1: Yeah, and a fish finger sandwich, which we've just covered.
2: Yeah, Elizabeth on her first ever attempt, in which um, she um, accidentally burns down the entire Lower Loxley <laughs> <laughs> the
1: Yeah, sorry, that was a way of rinsing my joke about guest
2: chef. Um, when does Freddie, like part of his ex- existence in Lower Loxley is knowing when to leave, and when does he leave that job? I don't, I don't get all of that, but yeah.
1: What do you mean? What do you mean, Matthew?
2: Well, at some point he has to be independent, doesn't he? Does he always have to pin all of his hopes on Lower Loxley and his father's stately home business?
0: Uh, no, I think until Uncle David gets him up on the roof, he's going to be, hes going to be, you know, the Nigel Mark II.
1: Yeah, I've never imagined him going anywhere else.
0: He couldn't swallow humble pie and, and, and uh, do a, what's it called, a Bobby Ewing and bring Nigel back. So they had to recreate him in Freddy, pretty much.
1: What do you think? Some people have said that <clears throat> he shouldn't be, you know, he's an unqualified person. He, you know, if Lizzie wants someone to be managing stuff, she should advertise for that position and someone else should come in who knows how to do it. Or do you think this nepotism is fine, that is, you know, their place? Why wouldn't you sort of train Freddie to do all these roles and then take over? which which camp are you in
0: i think nepotism is unacceptable when you are when it's a you know company over a certain size but for a small family uh. business you're well within your rights to say that uh, uh. that you know um especially 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 when it's a business like this where the it's a bit like the so i'm i'm a, a republican i don't want there to be a royal family but uh but you know the business argument for the Royal family is, is that just by existing, they are, they're sort of like bolstering the tourist industry and they are kind of, you know, to remove them is to kind of degrade the, the value of all of the buildings and the whole kind of sense of the UK as a tourist destination. And I think the same thing for Lower Loxley, the fact that it's a family owned, a stately home where the, the the lord and lady still actually live upstairs. I think that's part of the value.
1: Which interestingly he was called the Pointless Prince by Cliff, yes. wasn't he?
2: Yeah. The Prince of 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 no points. Point. Yeah, I liked that. I mean <laughs> just right. to just to quickly quickly comment on that, that the, the royal family bring loads in in tourism. Um, you know, lots of people go to France to walk around the chateaus and do you know why they and do you know why they make a load of money cuz you get to actually walk around their house cuz they're not <laughs> there anymore i mean it's like when limizrab um put out that tweet after the queen died saying all of our thoughts are with the royal family and someone replied yeah why were the people miserable and then they had to delete the tweet
1: <laughs> really terrible terrible show by the way i went uh, on a work trip and fell asleep
2: I'd rather slam my dick in the fridge door.
1: Awful.
0: You know, like I said, I am a Republican. I don't believe what I was saying about uh. it, you know, them adding value. Um, you know, but if there's any real roy- royalty in the Archers for me at the moment, it's got to be Joy. She is the queen of my heart. She is, um, you know, Princess Di, Meghan, the whole lot uh. rolled into one. I adore. Her. I couldn't have adored her more. Uh, do you know what I thought? I was actually listening uh. to it in the supermarket, uh, and and it came to me why I like Joy so much.
1: Near the Gary Baldies.
0: <laughs> the, not, it was at the end of the biscuit aisle. I do, you've only I've only just thought of that. And um it's this, right? Obviously we know she cares deeply about Chanel or whatever the 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 um Rochelle, the daughters Rochelle. Name is. we know yeah. that when Helen and Lee um sort of like sort of t- t- were interfering about her um, hot tub that she got upset. So we know she feels oh, yeah. things and she's not sort of like you know, she's a very caring woman. But no. when she doesn't care about you, her ability to take no offense is majestic. It's a skill I've really got to learn. She just doesn't give a f- about uh-huh. Susan. So when Susan's being a complete bitch to her, she's just like, yeah, whatever, yeah, fine. Do I have the job? You know, she's all about you know getting getting the experience, mm. and if it means to putting up with Susan being a you know mithering uh, halfwit, then she'll just deal with it. And it was so inspiring. And she played her really well, didn't she? Yeah. She
1: just let it all play out, and then when. So do you want me then to help you out of this pickle you're in? Fantastic. Which naughty volunteer hasn't turned up then today, Susan?
0: You know the balloon test where they have the balloon going towards a mountain range and you chuck things out, be chuck ballast out, um, one oh. by one until eventually you make it over the mountain range whatever you're left with at the end of it is by by elimination the most valuable thing I think yeah. if you were flying all the archers cast towards a mountain you had to chuck them one out one <laughs> by one by one, by one. Oh, there goes Shula, you know luckily already gone etc 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 I think <laughs> you would end up with Susan and Joy as my two left in the basket
2: What, what about Fallon?
0: Fallon's going out early just to piss you off Matthew just to, <laughs> just to get a rise
1: Matthew's having a meltdown
2: <laughs> Fallon and Jim would be i because jim probably doesn't weigh very much does he (laughs)
1: yeah the thing about susan and joy is they could be bloody excellent mates yeah and yet susan is so brittle and protect she's she's jealous of joy and her i don't know devil may care positivity susan can't abide it they're like chalk and cheese properly aren't they Mm. um and i think she's just think I think she wishes she was more like Joy, but can't admit it. So she's got to be like critical of her to bring she her down. She was
0: quite graceful in her apology in the end.
2: Uh, David was key in that as well. And he's yes. done that twice recently when he he turned to her and went, actually, I've got a lot of time for Joy. Ben. And that was clearly based on what happened with Ben.
1: Yeah. And
2: yeah. I thought that reminded me of when Vince came up, sidled up to David when he was talking to Tracy across the bar in the ball and went, oh you're getting on really well aren't you you're practically family and she happens to be a friend like David can really drop a bomb when he wants Mm. to can't he and yeah but Joy the bit when you knew that she was in total control (sighs) was when Susan went can you do it or not and she just went
1: please oh yes exactly love it she's not daft is she you know she can be all this oh hello Lovely, lovely. I'm talking shit again, but she knows what she's doing.
2: Oh, mm. please tell me there's a massive twist, and she's like this overlord of crime, manipulating everyone. Well,
1: we've we've all thought it from the start, haven't we? I'm still fixated on all those pizza boxes.
2: That she... A lot of people thought she was witness protection or undercover yeah. cop. It um, had her eye on Philip Moss. None of that turned out to be true.
1: Yeah, yet.
2: Yet, yeah. Well, Philip Moss, <laughs> Philip Moss went down, so. Uh,
0: Do you think someone's going to wake up? It's going to be like Annie Wilkes. And um, she's, she's going to be, You've been a dirty birdie. Ready to <laughs> 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 knock their ankles together.
2: Also, why can't Justin suddenly work in the shop? He was like absolutely loving it last week, and now he's suddenly too busy he's to go. He's the in.
1: naughty volunteer now, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> What's happened? Yeah.
2: That bit where Ian said to Adam, um, we're going to have to tell him otherwise he'll hear from someone else. And I was like, Susan, we'll go in the shop and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, hello, there's Yeah. Your grandma's
1: dead. You, yeah. You, your dead grandma hasn't been in the shop for a bit. <laughs> She's
2: behind with her. Yeah, I was like, I can't do Susan. She's behind why with her to have
1: We've gone really high pitched. I don't know
2: why. <laughs> I kind of went, I don't know what I went into. I went in some kind of high pitched brummy.
0: Well, I, I'm just going to say now. Whatever my editing software does with those voices, I'm not going to f- around trying to put, oh, back, put it nice. back together again. It's going out. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, because you know, the um, the the algorithm's going to go. Well, that can't be human. <laughs> I'm try and Airbrush it out.
2: Um, okay. I mean, talking of non-human, Julianne. Yeah. Well, we talked. It was a couple of weeks ago. I said I don't see where Rory fits back into this whole thing and it was this week they kind of turned it very quickly didn't they where Alice uh-huh. became Rory's sister uh-huh. again uh-huh. Care- oh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. okay but started to care for him and suddenly uh-huh. he said like it's not what you think sis and uh-huh. it was very quick wasn't it I think I, I think I posted through our Twitter that it turned on a sixpence I thought that you relationship did. and she yeah. said you know I'm here for you like mum so they kind of re- Recreating mm. that that bond. So Rory's back. Julianne's a bit of a you know. Apart from her opinion about the Aldridges, she's a bit of a one mm-hmm. and um she terminated his contract. What what must Bill Nightwell think when Julianne <laughs> just shows up with a different bloke, a Alex <laughs> or Alexis? And just, don't don't you think? I mean, I know. We've been through this so much, but they must think, like, what the f*** is she doing? Why does she keep coming with a different man?
0: I know. Can I do a bit of housekeeping about that? Yeah. Yeah. So I said last week that, Uh. like you're saying, Matthew, that I just didn't, it just doesn't ring true to any experience I've ever had. And then this week, it was like they they mentioned, uh, I think it was Rory who said, oh, sugar babies or whatever the, what's the phrase Um. again?
1: He did say that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. what agency and it's was like, for no, I'm not babies. naive.
0: I know about sugar babies. I know about sort of like, you know, prostitution. And typically it's young, it's, there's a you know, it's it's wealth buys looks. It's typically how it goes. So I'm not naive. That was never the problem. It was always like Matthew saying, this idea that these people get taken to crucial business meetings. Sorry.
1: <laughs> just Julianne is never out of a bloody hotel doing some deal. Like, what does she actually do not. for a job? What is her job?
0: Have you heard... um, Remember there was a craze? It was like an early podcast success. It was My Dad Wrote a Porno.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah,
0: it's like My Dad Wrote a Porno. It's like Rocky Flintstone wrote this portion of The Archers. It's absolutely nobshine. We have been likened to My Dad Wrote a Porno. High praise. The early early series of, of My Dad Wrote a Porno was a lot of fun. I do remember lying in bed... Trying to to push my face into the pillow to stop myself from waking Charlotte up laughing. Um,
1: uh, I haven't actually listened to full episodes. I've heard little clips of it. It does sound
0: really fun. No, it's right up your street, Kerry. and it does, it, it builds as well. Uh, like it's um, it's like uh, the opposite of mercury poisoning. Like you know, each joke in and of itself <laughs> is not that hilarious, but the kind of the gradual. You know, to do it, it's like a game of wow. snooker, where the each individual piece of skill is not that awesome. It's like the mm. it's it's the sustained brilliance of it. That would be a
1: good five star review for us.
0: You are absolutely shameless, Kerry Lewis.
2: I said this off air last week, but I was looking for a little timestamp of the um Kerry's uh, two truths and a lie in our Patreon special. So I listened to the whole thing, and I was in bed. And I got to the bit where Kerry said, uh, "Why are ghosts always Victorian? They're never cavemen." And for some reason, I hadn't even noticed that when we recorded it, and I just could not stop like Like it was real, head in the pillow, and then body started doing the worm kind of
0: thing. It's unbelievable.
1: Oh my! Yeah. You maybe blush.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Kerry is playing the the Koi the Koi ingenue. In-in. I Mister weir with your flattery. You have...
1: <laughs> <laughs> my fan is going.
0: Why, sir, I will have another pork pie.
2: Thank you kindly. Yeah. Hang on. Your, your what <laughs> is going, Kerry? Your fan is. Is that, the, fan... is that what the verb to be? Sorry, my fan is
1: going. Like, you know, where okay. they. yeah, sorry. My fan okay. is going. Does... Well, it is as well. I mean, God, I can't deny it.
2: So a, a while ago, I thought Julianne was entirely dependent on Rory. Mm um, yes and, and i mean and now it seems he was thinking like they're going to what was he thinking like living together growing together with her they're going to stay there for the rest of their lives and then it completely shatters he he
1: it? nearly said he loved her didn't he, he, he which did. blew her mind um but yeah you're right there has been a right turnaround i thought i was losing my mind because i put on twitter this week that not that long ago i thought Julianne was actually falling for him but then someone went, oh, no, you know, check yourself or something. <laughs> oh, maybe I was wrong.
0: Not not that my opinion counts for anything, but I, I always thought that, um, uh, yeah, she's just a cold-hearted, transactional cow.
1: I th- did think she was falling from Okay. But nevertheless, like, is that that's the final payment, isn't it? It's the final payment. Da-da-da-da-da. That's da 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 da
2: do you know in the in the late eighties that Europe used to open with the final countdown and play it at the end just to keep everyone
0: happy?
1: Well, what else have they done?
0: That's what I would. That's all I would want from them. They were from. Were they? They were Swedish, weren't they?
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say Swindon. Oh my god!
2: <laughs>
0: I want to say. I want to say they Austria. might have been from Swindon.
2: What, Peter? No, they were. They. I think they were Swedish, and their lead singer was called
0: Joey. Bet no, he wasn't. You're right about Swedish. His name is Joey. Um, and I don't think his professional, professional name is his uh, given name. He was born Rolf Magnus Joachim Larsen, professionally known as Joey Tempest. Oh, oh that's it. Yeah.
1: Oh. I mean, what what other hits did they have? The, you two will know more than I would know.
0: Which the final like countdown Rock the Night, Cherokee, and Carrie. Okay. Can
1: you sing any of those? No. <laughs>
0: no, no. I no. bet you
1: can, but you won't.
0: <laughs> I was about to say, no, I can't, and no, I won't. <laughs> Wonderful good. tweet, by the way, Kerry.
1: Oh, thanks,
2: love. <laughs> Just showing them on stage singing. Yeah, it's the
1: final payment. I'm glad she's gone.
2: Mm. Annoying woman. Oh, I wanted a backstory. I mean, Rory knew the back roads. Apparently, she said, oh, do "You know yeah. all the back roads." I was like, "Hang on, patch. Are, they, are they talking about what's been going <laughs> up in, on in the hotel room?" Before they came to-
1: Naughty. But do you think she will she re emerge Not really. I don't think so. But, you know, reappear.
0: Okay. But I do think um, I do think we're owed, like Matthew said. I do think it would be nice if uh, um, I don't want um, what was it, Ambridge Extra or something they did. I don't want Ambridge Extra. Um, but yeah. what I would like is. Uh, um, you know how at the end of a film they sort of do they do the kind of a uh, uh, Matthew. Weir went on to run the um, uh, Portugal's biggest theme park. Uh, Kerry Warbis <laughs> became you know the biggest importer importer of um uh, I don't know Furbies Pork products bulk Pork products yeah. you know that stuff. I would like just like a couple of paragraphs on you know her her, her past life and her future life. I think that would be one of the
1: worst just... slash best lines that happened was when Rory said. I know your favourite vineyards. (laughs) (laughs) I know your shoulders get stiff when you're hunched over your laptop and which perfume you use for each different event.
2: And she then said, that's what I pay you for.
1: Yeah. Well, he
2: know, I mean, I don't know. At this point, I'm I'm sad that he didn't reconnect with Brian because I think that Brian could be like a real tower of strength for him. Like, really yeah. put an uh, arm around really him. And, yeah, like I said. Uh, yeah, like I said. Bickering, funeral, contrition. That's how it's yeah. going to happen.
0: Well, the the thing, the the pretty much the only thing we haven't covered this week is actually how where the abused became the abuse abuser, where Rory yeah. became really unpleasant with Paul, our lovely Paul. Um, I, I mean, was I well? Am I over, am I exaggerating that? I thought he was. Deeply, deeply dislikable in that moment, and it's not a question yeah. of how drunk you are. Like I, you know,
1: there has been a bit of history with them, hasn't there? But oh, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you, Peter. I'm just yeah. thinking out loud. I mean, yeah. is this
2: just a? Is this just an attempt to communicate that Roar is no longer understands the rules of engagement? So he sees something, he wants it, he gets yeah, it. Yeah, that's a very he's good point. That from Julianne. And he's now doing that with uh, Paul. I mean, Paul took him out into um, Borchester, didn't he? After the rice paper Viking funeral uh, thing, whatever the hell that was. I thought it was going to be really awkward at the end of the night if they're all in Borchester kebab and Rory issues his mates with a invoice. <laughs> for his
0: service. I think you're 100% right, Matthew. Like it's it, he is sort of, he's wounded and damaged and he probably doesn't, Quite and un- you know he 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 his oh. his ego is in the gutter and he only views himself uh, his worth through that lens.
2: Nah. In the interests of full disclosure, both actors went on Radio Four and discussed where that storyline came from and where how they researched it. And I certainly haven't listened to that interview. Right. So I mm. would mm. actually go on and hear what they had to say, and then we might all be red faced afterwards and prove that yeah. like this does happen. And women do take young men to corporate events, and I, I will, I will stand corrected if that's well, if the that case. That is
0: happening. It's absolutely insane. I mean, I yeah, or just it's, it's not, it's not the idea. i mean, just to be very clear. It's not the idea that a, a, a um, an older woman can't be manipulative or, uh, or yeah. to you know, use use power to try and exploit a younger person or a man even. The the thing that seems implausible to me is that they could ever turn up at a public event and flaunt yeah. that behaviour and that in our, in, in our sexist society that they would get the same free pass that men sometimes do. That's the point. It's not it's right. the implausibility of it. It's no kind of value judgment made against Julianne because she's a woman.
1: Yeah, well, and the Bill Nightwell will be expecting Rory to show up to talk about farming.
0: What's well, your prostitute, Julianne? I can't possibly get, yeah. sign this contract without a, a prostitute here.
1: Yeah, I was a bit sceptical about the deal, but now that the prostitute's here, I'm all for it.
0: Look, while you had your prostitutes, we, well, yeah, we could do business. <laughs> but uh...
2: the um, the real control was at the end when she was thanking Roaring. Said, "I'm going to pay you a little bit extra," mm. and he said, "Um." You've had a few drinks," she said. "Well, I'm I'm allowed, aren't I?" And he said, "Yeah, I'm not." And she went, "No, yeah." Oh my fucking god! Yeah, she's
1: horrific. I mean, an interesting character to have brought in. Yes, but I'm glad she's gone.
2: Oh, if she is the if she's the vessel that can bring Rory back in an interesting way, because I I did really feel like he drifted as a character. He just came yeah. back. I mean, he did. He said to Alice, I've been a. I, he apologized for being a
0: scumbag to her, didn't he?
2: Aww.
0: Oh, by the way, guys, I've just realized we normally wait till later on in the episode to do this or right at the beginning, but um, Patreon. Oh. Um, guys, uh, we really appreciate the money you give us <laughs> uh, on Patreon. <laughs> we
1: are prostitutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> www.patreon.com forward slash as yeah. um, yeah, um, we will shed. Yeah, we will be your special boys. <laughs> we, <laughs> please know that there, yeah. there are three tiers. I won't. Uh, Kerry, you're like the um, you're like the grizzled old madam in the corner of the um, of the of the bordello, chain smoking cigarettes, kind of like handling the money.
1: (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Yeah, should we have an advert?
0: Yeah, even more horrid. And
1: be completely mercenary.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.
0: There you go. There's the there's the ugly side of podcasting for you folks. to under see the 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 grimy underbelly that people don't normally um, get to um, get to glimpse.
2: Uh, just so, one little thing, just one little yeah. point
0: I want to make before we
2: move on is that um, Xander drew a card or a picture, uh, didn't he? Yeah, it? yeah. And it was him. Adam thought it was him walking on water, and then it, Ian had said, "No, that's the am." And he went, apparently all water's blue. And I thought Adam was going to say, like, no, if my dad's been near it with a barrel, it's not. <laughs> oh, dear. When will we hear Zander
1: speak? I was thinking that today. And Hopefully never. Does, well, yeah. And when he does, is he going to sort of speak a bit like Adam?
2: Yeah. Yeah, he'll be in the high chair. No, no. Adam, he's got yeah. to be five years old now, hasn't he, Xander? When did Ooh. Lexi... Birth 2018, I think it was. Was
1: it? God, that's rain, fantastic. I can't remember that.
2: I think so. 2018, possibly early 2019. He's definitely
1: talking, then, isn't he? He's always like tucked away playing with his blocks, or, um, oh, he's in the lounge waiting for us. It's like he's controlling everything.
2: Father, I would like a rusk, please. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, it would be so funny if we heard him
2: speak for the first time and he sort of talks like that. You'll have to get, well, I'll have to yeah. Photoshop a mini log for you, Kerry. <laughs>
0: for God's sake, Father, I've had an I've had my fill of hoisin duck pizza. This is, it's absolutely revolting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear.
2: Oh, sorry, Peter, I cut you off in mid-flow. What were you going to say?
0: Oh no, nothing. I uh some some old bollocks. Um, but Look, it uh, was the wrap up, uh, wasn't it? Cool, uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it? Um, oh, no, Kerry, not not another wrap. I edited enough of those out.
2: Not the horse in duck wrap up. No, <laughs> an
0: actual. Yeah, I was just going to say we've actually. Um, I think Twitter's probably got a record number of mentions this week on on the podcast. So, um, where do people go, Kerry?
1: Okay, so please come to at the side shed pod on Twitter. I'm sure. Anyone who's listening to this is already there. I often think that. Why am I bothering to say it? But anyway, that's where we are. If you're a new lister, would there be a new listener who hasn't been on Twitter? I suppose so. It's possible, isn't it?
2: Well, we sometimes feel the need to remind people on Twitter that we are we a are podcast.
1: A po- that's true. Yeah. yeah, I saw that you did that, Matthew. Well done.
2: Yeah, yeah like I'm just following this loony Twitter again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Haven't they got anything bad to do with their time? Mm.
0: we do get the occasional person sort of finding us through sort of other means and they're kind of like, Oh God, an archer's podcast. Who knew, who knew there'd be such a thing? And you know, a thought that I have regularly, but <laughs> um, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we Speaking of people who've stumbled upon us, um, we have two new five-star reviews as well um, this week. One from Devon 11 Maid, who has said great archers related banter, which makes me laugh out loud. I'm still chuckling over Matthew's comment about Harrison. Teddy bear with a hat on. The best Archer's no. podcast. I can't remember that comment that you made.
2: It was when we were saying that Harrison thinks every crime is a civil matter. Ah. Oh. And we just said, well, like, he's not a real policeman, is he? <laughs>
0: I don't want to be around the day that Matthew's brain finally fills up because there's nothing that he doesn't store in there. I like know. One day he's going to hit a wall. And it's going to be like, no, nope, that's it. Capacity. Mm-hmm. That'd be a limit.
1: And then the other review loved this one. Um, was by One Cup exclamation mark, and she's put or he's put. I Don't know why I thought it was. Here. Okay, you win. I have to admit that I used to prefer another Ambridge podcast, but over the past few months, you have definitely inched ahead. Um, look forward to listening on a Sunday morning while I'm preparing lunch. Thank you, Kerry, Peter, and Matthew.
2: Do you like that review because it uses imperial measurements like inch and yard, Carrie. Yes, yes, that's what okay. I understand. Thank you. Um, we have a Instagram, which is the same as our Twitter handle, at the shed Pod. 677 followers now. People are really digging it. And I like post regular nonsense on there. On our Patreon, new Patreon this week, massive thank you to... Uh, Mandy who I believe is Red Agnes who's got fully involved Um, by the way there's a massive road rage incident going on outside my window if you can hear some honking and uh, yeah and we have a Facebook group called the Cider Shed Podcast uh, where people come and post nonsense I did see on another Facebook page that someone said do you think Rory and Alice will have an incest storyline what? I know And that's the end of that discussion. Good God. I'm just going to say this there. Archer's Facebook is a strange place. Sounds like a sewer. Come to the Cider Shed podcast on Facebook. We're not. We're normal. We've had several people say that they just had to leave other groups and they find ours completely reassuring and like a warm blanket.
1: Good, we're not normal, I wouldn't use that word, but we're not like that. No, we're not
2: normal, but you know, I mean, yeah, in the kingdom of the blind and all that, Kerry, yeah,
1: we are very normal, (laughs) yeah,
2: yeah, okay. Football news, um, haven't got any. Oh my god, if I forgot to do my team, where's the meme of the dog hitting itself on Um, Vic Reeves? Going, my wife is gonna kill me,
1: as Peter has just said, whilst you were shouting. It's West Ham Chelsea tomorrow. Come on, boys! Let's have a bit of bants.
2: Well, I've, I've got no bants. Got no bants in the tank, I'm afraid.
0: I mean, the thing is, Kerry, is uh, you are. I think you've forgotten what it's like to support a shit team. Uh, Matthew and I have not, um, so oh, it's, no. you know, our, our, I I don't think our danders are up. I think I. I mean, I I. I don't want to lose to Chelsea, but I also expect us to. So yeah. You know.
1: Will you be watching either of you or both of you?
2: Kerry, I have to tell you you're down to eleventh in the table.
1: Oh, I need to speak to Max. He's the one who does that. Whenever we're down like that, I it's Max's team. If we're like fourth or fifth, it's mine.
0: <laughs> uh little insight into um how <laughs> Kerry runs a household oh. there. Um Oh you've got till eleven o'clock tomorrow to change the
2: team, so Okay,
1: I'll okay. get I'll get him onto that then.
2: Uh, the details how to join our fantasy football. It's a bit late if you don't already have a registered team, but it's in the podcast description. We'll do another one next year as well.
1: Who's the top sort of four? I like to hear their names. Like these people have invested time and energy into
2: Yeah, yeah. Doing okay. It. So um just so you know, we've got um Nat Ogle, who is four po four four, four Poo. He oh, is yeah. the a All right. But he's only one point ahead at the moment. Um Terry Wigan, L.A. Brown in second. Um, Norfolk in chance, Andrew Beasley. That's not a swear, actually. That's just Norfolk. Okay. Um, Audrey Cameron with below pars in fourth. Uh, Chris Charleston, fifth. Um, Antonio Petrovsky in sixth. Julie Fremantle in seventh. And it goes on, on, on and on all can the way we down. Po-
1: can we post a screenshot of the league? Yes. Sort of pl- That's a much better idea. Because I just think, I love that people have, got involved and um i i reckon it would be nice
2: to show that yeah do you want to know who's in um the lowest spot in the <laughs>
0: in the league i tell you what when i'm editing this <laughs> morning, do you know what i don't think about the football um section of the show i do not <laughs> think i'm loving it I never have, I never will. I absolutely <laughs> hate it. This is because it's by this point in the show, it's like I'm having hours into the edit, and I'm just like, please for the love of God, I want to get a win by weekend. Oh, yeah, we understand. I understand that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I need to summarise this. If you were winning, you'd love it though, wouldn't you,
0: Peter? My only regret is ever even signing up a team because uh, because because that would save me. Because that would save me 30 seconds a week where we do the thing where we talk about how I'm at the bottom of the league. I just... I just, you know, I just... Ugh, ugh. Well,
2: Dawson, Dawson got you 12 points last week for Wolves. Yeah. And Rice got you 14.
1: This is it. Let's think of, about the positives, Peter.
0: Glass half full. You're absolutely right. It's brilliant. Um, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> anyway as i as carrie and matthew will attest that rare that little bit of grumpiness there is a, a a tiny speck of grit and an otherwise um a beautiful um pearl is my life at the minute i'm a very happy man no. oh. um so uh yeah um i'm gonna have a lovely weekend carrie and matthew what have you got lined up
1: yeah i'm gonna put sort of plastic tree protectors around my legs <laughs> <laughs>
0: sexy sexy Warbus. what about <laughs> <laughs> what about you Matthew
2: I think I've got a bit of day drinking booked for tomorrow because it's oh, someone's yeah. birthday the best yeah
0: no, I, but
2: I don't know is it the best we'll yes, see yes it is we'll it is
0: you're an old you're an old old man I know because yeah, I'm the same age as you so let's see how you are on yeah. um I'm going to be pestering um Matthew tomorrow for air fry recipes so oh, carry yeah. bucket into that
2: I've still got six of those baby um, panko breadcrumbed baby bells in the fridge. So I'm going to go and air fry those now.
1: Can I just say I had a brilliant time last Saturday with Lucy V Freeman and Jeff Tonk Thomas from, I think he's called Thomas, uh, from Ambridge on the Couch. We were in a Soho pub with a bunch of other Twitter people and it was a right laugh. I haven't laughed as much for a very long time. Apart from with you two, obviously.
0: That <laughs> nice say, Kerry. Yeah, I, I, think um, I,
2: I think I mentioned that had a, had a bomb gone off in that restaurant, Archer's podcasting would be finished, <laughs> as we know it.
1: Yeah, you and Peter would have had to get together with Harriet to make the next best one, which would have been a good one.
0: <laughs> mm, we've done our best. Um, well, have a lovely weekend, guys. And <laughs> to everyone who listens, um, thank you very, very much, as always.
1: Yes, yeah, see you next week.
2: See everyone. Bye. Hello.